the Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 64, 10 Hacks to Be a Better Dancer. Five, six, seven, eight. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on session number 64 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I get to bring you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. Thank you so much to the two people that left me five-star reviews on iTunes recently. I really appreciate it. And the first one is from Wacky Juan, and it's titled Nice Podcast. And he says this, Annette's created a nice melding of entrepreneurship and dance. I enjoy this podcast and I'm happy that the guests she gets are very knowledgeable and successful. Keep it up. Thank you, Wacky Wan. That was very nice of you to take the time to leave this for me. The title of this review is by Kip Clark. Thank you, Kip. And it said, Annette is a powerhouse. And it says, Annette is an absolute joy to listen to. She brings tremendous enthusiasm, imagination, optimism, and clear, articulate information about dance, business, and life. She presents everything with great fluidity and charm and has an obvious investment in both the listeners and herself. Kip, you are making me blush. (laughs) So I really, really appreciate both of these reviews. Thank you so much. Now on to our show coming up in our Step to Success segment, Make Your Clipboard Dance. In our Dancer's Dialect segment, Mike and Ike's. In our Freestyle Flow segment, Wax On, Wax Off. And coming up in our feature presentation, 10 Hacks to Be a Better Dancer. Hey, I'm Tarek Quest, choreographer, dancer, and CEO of Gauze, coming to you from London. You are listening to another session from the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and your business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. In the, I don't want to call it fury. No, it's more of a kind of whirlwind sometimes when you're working on stuff and you're cutting and pasting and researching and that kind of thing. And I found that there were times that I would be cutting, copying and pasting texts and links. And then I forgot that I didn't cut and paste a previous link. And so it just added little bits of time here and there that slowed me down. So I found a tool for the Mac and I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064, and it's called Jump Cut. And the cute thing about it is that on the um, on the link it says, or on the page it says, Jump Cut, make your clipboard dance. So I thought that was kind of cute, which is why I shared it too. But it's really cool. It's a very simple tool to use, and it... What it does is that it gives you access to everything that you've cut or copied, even if you've cut or copied something else previously. So the goal of Jump Cut is that you have quick access to your clipboard's history. So that saved me time, and I would recommend that you check it out and install it on your Mac if you use a Mac. So Jump Cut, make your clipboard dance. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I share dance terminology and concepts across different genres so you can see the correlation 
in your life and in your business. I recently came across a dance style that I've seen some videos on, and I know there are some classes in the greater Los Angeles area. I just have not taken them, but it's a really cool dance style, and it's called Chicago Footwork. And I've linked a video in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064, and it's really cool. Uh, the guys that do this video, their feet go at insane speeds. It's like a cross between house and tap and breakdancing footwork. So it's really quick. And I thought it was funny. Some of the basic steps that they went over really cool. I just really enjoyed watching this video. I was smiling the whole time I was watching this. And I didn't know that there were these basic steps. I thought it was just all this fast, furious movement uh, with, with the videos that I watched previously with just snippets of different classes throughout the area. But they break down what these certain basic steps are. And one of them, actually two of them, I'll tell you about two of them. The first one <laughs> is called is called The Running Man. And I was thinking, oh, The Running Man from the 80s. You know, The Running Man made famous, I think, by Bobby Brown in – his video. I don't know if it was my prerogative or, oh, it's Every Little Step. So look that up. Maybe I'll link that in the show notes as well. Every Little Step by Bobby Brown. Anyway, he does the running man. And so I thought, oh, running man, but it's not like that. It's a, it's a different step. It's really cool. And then the other step, which I made reference to in the intro is called Mike and Ike's. And so I immediately thought of the candy Mike and Ike's, but, um, I just thought I'd share this video because I wanted to show you just the, not only the speed of the footwork, but there is a control and a style and a finesse to it, just like other dance forms. And it reminded me that even when things are fast and furious and, you know, very speedy, there still can be some control and there can still be some control and structure to something that even if it moves quickly and it made me think about just in terms of life and business, how things can move so quickly, yet there can still be some structure and some control within that. And I think that is our responsibility as entrepreneurs to set that precedent for us. Can you control it all the time? Of course not. But I think going in with the intention of having structure and having some sort of structure, some sort of flow, even if the speed of things is moving quickly, then I think that just helps the process that much better. So check out the video that I shared on Chicago Footwork. I think you'll really enjoy it. And now anything goes with Freestyle Flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? The term wax on and wax off from the Karate Kid movies with Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita, a.k.a. the characters Daniel and Mr. Miyagi. Now, you might not have been born or know these movies if you're really young. You will have to look these up or I'll just link them in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064. But I was thinking about teachers. I was thinking about this term and just the kind of things that teachers have you do in order to learn a lesson or learn a skill. And with this movie, if you don't know, Ralph Macchio's character wants to learn karate. And so Pat Morita, who is who plays Mr. Miyagi in this movie, takes him on kind of also as a surrogate father role and has him do these odd chores. And one of them was to do this wax on wax off movements, which are counterclockwise and clockwise movements on cars. And Daniel Ralph Macchio did not understand why he was doing these things. He wanted to learn karate. And so 
if you're familiar with the movies, you know that all of the things that he does, all these chores and things lead up to having developing the muscle memory to do karate. And so I love these movies. I still remember how it felt going to, oh my goodness, the Hoffa Day theaters on Guam to watch. <laughs> I was living on Guam at the time. And my mom and my sisters and I went to the Hoffa Day theaters at that time. And we actually went several times because I love the movies so much. So it got me thinking about teachers again and, and what they have us do and to uh, use different modalities to teach us different things. And I'm, I'm experiencing that as well with my dance training, which has been very exciting. But it also reminded me of different teachers in um, business and in dance, but specifically, gosh, it just the wax on, wax off, Ralph Macchio, Pat Morita, Karate Kid took me back to different times in my life, like with elementary school. Uh, I went to elementary school initially after I moved from Korea in Texas. And my, I believe it was my kindergarten or first grade teacher, I don't remember, it was so long ago. But she was this beautiful, beautiful lady. I wish I remembered her name, but she was so kind. I just remember how kind she was. And even when I was going through speech therapy and and just how encouraging she was to me, I think it was just more her energy and her demeanor. She had this beautiful blonde hair and, and she always let me sit on her lap and she would say nice things to me. And I just felt very encouraged because... I was going through the speech therapy and feeling very self-conscious about this stuff. So that was one teacher that I remembered for just being that kind spirit. And then when I was in elementary school in Hawaii, I don't know if they do this anymore in the public schools or anywhere, but we had a class. I was in a class, I believe, in fifth or sixth grade where it was a combination of grades. So it wasn't really fifth grade or sixth grade. It was both. So now that I homeschool my son, we really, we, of course, he's in a grade, but we don't, when he is playing with other kids or in any of the homeschool activities we do, there's no, there's really not a delineation of, oh, well, they're, you know, they can't be with the fifth graders or fourth graders. Some of the classes are that way, but that's more for structural purposes. But in terms of play and, and uh, some of the extracurricular activities, there's really, it's really cool to be able to associate with kids of all ages. And I think that's really important. So, Anyway, going back to the Hawaii thing, I had some really great teachers, again, that were just very encouraging. And I think that that's the commonality with my going back and reminiscing about this period of my life is that just how important encouragement is from your teachers. And uh, so I had some encouraging teachers. And I remember one of them specifically, I was getting bullied. I remember I was getting chased and bullied one time. And it was very different back then. But I remember running to the teacher's lounge room and searching out one of the teachers. Her name was, I believe her name was Mrs. Soboleski. Oh, my goodness, I remembered. <laughs> anyway, so I always went to her when I was getting bullied or and I didn't really do anything about it. But it was nice to know that I could go to her and I'd be crying and she still would be kind and encouraging. And just even if she couldn't really do anything about it, I knew that I could go to her for comfort. So I remember her from my elementary school days in Hawaii. And then in high school, I had a teacher, she was part teacher, part guidance counselor toward the end. And it's not that necessarily that she was the best teacher, but she was positive And she believed in me because she was always looking out for me for dance schools. I was going to I was in the process of planning to study dance off island. And so she was one of those people which were, were very few at the time that really encouraged me even though she didn't know a lot. And she like I said, she wasn't the best teacher, but she was positive And she believed in me. 
And then in college, I had some amazing teachers in dance. I wish I appreciated it more when I was there. But you know, when you're younger, you're kind of naive. At least I was. I was just very naive. There was a professor. She taught, I believe she taught dance history and some other academic dance classes. And her name was Barbara Plunk. I don't know if she's still there or not. But anyway, she was one of those teachers I wouldn't expect that would sew into me the way she didn't. She probably doesn't even remember me because it was so long ago. Uh, so long ago, but there was one instance I remember clearly. We had to put together a ballet class and teach it, and so that was one of our assignments. And so when she she would always tell me, you know, you need to speak up more because you have very valuable things to say. But instead, I really appreciated that, appreciated that, of course, but instead I retreated more because I was so self-conscious. <laughs> so I had really a lot of issues back then. You know, we all have issues that we're working on. But back then I'm, look, I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. So, again, I was just thinking about the wax on, wax off with the karate kid and just teachers. And it got me thinking how impactful your words and your actions and your demeanor can be towards someone. And you just never know how you're going to affect them in a positive way. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. I just got back from a marketing conference called Funnel Hacking Live that I'm so thankful that I got to go to. And I learned so much, not only about business and entrepreneurship and marketing, but I learned so much more than that. <laughs> I can't even go into all of it because it was just so, oh my goodness, comprehensive. It was challenging. It challenged the way I thought about different things. And it inspired me to, again, go to another level. And I'm so grateful for the connections that I made and just learning from different people and different industries and different personality types. And it, any kind of conference that you can go to and just soak up every bit of the experience, I highly recommend it. it you'll totally grow as a person, as an entrepreneur in every area. So I can't say enough good things about this event. And I'm so thankful again that I went, got me thinking about our feature presentation about because it was about funnels and business and that kind of thing and the things to do to, to increase your business in different ways. I thought about increasing your dance quality or your dance technique or anything, any aspect of your dance. So I came up with 10 hacks to be a better dancer. And these are the hacks that I came up with. So number one, I would list the five qualities of your best dancing skills and your and remind yourself of these constantly. For example, are you good at a certain style or a technical step? Do you, are you good at turns? Are you good at jumps? Are you good at musicality? Do you pick up choreography quickly? Are you able to interpret and do improv on the spot? I would really take the time to write these down and remind yourself of these because it's so easy to get caught up in comparison, but not in a good way. And this could be for dance. This could be for business. This could be for anything as a, you know, it could be for as a parent, as a significant other, or as a business partner, anything. So list those five qualities of your best dancing skills or other skills and remind yourself of these constantly. Number two, in terms of a hack to be a better dancer, 
I would meditate on you performing without limitations. What would be your best performance? Can you picture or how you might have already had that too? You can go back to a performance that you did and you just killed it. And so relive that. What would be the best performance? I have to reference you to Tarek Quest from the UK who I interviewed in session 23, and I'll link it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064. And before I did my last performance that I had not done in over 20 years, <laughs> he told me the following. He said, do my best. This is what this is his quote verbatim. And I, I have it on a post-it on my board in front of my desk, and I look at it all the time. He said, do my best in the moment. It's just me and the stage, no one else, and live in the story I'm telling. And that helped me so much. And again, thank you, Tarek, for that. I know I thanked you already for that, but that was huge. And I still look at that. And so meditate on you performing without limitations. What is the be- what, what do you picture being your best performance or relive your best performance and go back to that, reaffirm that. Number three, take time to do some intentional breathing. I talk about this a lot because it's been incredibly helpful, not only in dance, but before I do anything or if I need to calm myself down. But I, if, you're not, if you're not doing this before dance class, during dance class, I would highly recommend it. It's going to make your dancing and your movement and also injury prevention better that, you know, you'll be able to approach your movement better and be able to breathe through your movement. So take time to do some intentional breathing. Hack number four on being a better dancer I would recommend working on your core before class, even if it's just for a few minutes. And I'm not talking about just furious, fast crunches, but try to get all the areas of your abdominal area and getting lifted up out of it. And so there are more than enough exercises online and on different resources that you can do to get to these areas. But even if it's just a few minutes, you'll notice it's going to make a huge difference before you start class. Hack number five on being a better dancer, I would do five to 10 minutes of cardio before class, whether that's jumping jacks, running around, high knees, maybe some burpees, something that's going to get your heart rate up and get you uh, warmed up. A few minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes is ideal, but do some cardio before class if you can. Hack number six, drink water before class as well as during and after class. One thing that has been really great is to drink water in the morning, first thing in the morning, with a tablespoon of raw apple cider vinegar. And I've linked something from one of my favorite health people to follow. His name is Dr. Axe, and he talks about the benefits of raw apple cider. So I thought that would be interesting to share and very helpful to share. So I've linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064. Hack number seven, remind yourself of what foundations the style of class or choreography calls for and tell your body to occupy those foundations. Hack number eight, focus on one aspect each time you're going through the step or the choreography. Is it musicality that you're going to work on when you're going through it? Is it going to be the accents? Is it going to be foot placement, arm placement, head placement? Focus on one thing at a time if you can, depending on the type of class and what type of exercises and choreography choreography you're doing. And so with this hack, you're going to be able to improve in that amount of time that you're there in all these different areas. Obviously, all of it's not going to be perfect. But if you can focus on one aspect each time as you're going through with it, you will improve each and every time that you are taking your classes. Hack number nine to be a better dancer, even if your class doesn't accommodate it, make time to cool down your mind and cool down your body. This is so important. It's so 
common, and especially in this area, I don't know if it's like that everywhere else with dance classes in the world, but in in Los Angeles, it's about get in, get out, next class kind of thing. And and so I know time doesn't allow sometimes with the schedules with studios, but if you can get some time to yourself to cool your mind and body down after your last class, it is huge obviously for injury prevention, but also just to reflect and get into the mindset of what you're going to do in your next class. And so that goes into the 10th hack of becoming a better dancer, which is to take notes as soon as possible after the class on any new concepts you've learned, things that stick out, and what you can work on next time. So that cooling down process is going to aid into this this hack, this number 10 hack of taking the notes. And I've gotten into the habit of this. I don't do it all the time, but I do it definitely more often than not. And I used to not do it at all. <laughs> but with training and everything and being intentional, it's helped immensely to take notes of uh, what the class was about, what I can work on, new things I've learned, thoughts. It's really, really helpful. And I would highly recommend you do it. So in review, 10 hacks to be a better dancer. Number one, list five qualities of your best dancing skills and remind yourself of these constantly. Number two, meditate on you performing without limitations. What would be the best performance? Hack number three, take time to do intentional breathing. Hack number four, work on your core before class. Hack number five, do some cardio before class. Hack number six, drink water before class, as well as during and after. Hack number seven, remind yourself of what foundations the style of class or choreography calls for and tell your body to occupy those foundations. Number eight, focus on one aspect each time you are going through the step or the choreography. Hack number nine, even if your class doesn't accommodate it, make time to cool down your body and your mind. And hack number 10, take notes as soon as possible after class so that you can focus on any new concepts, things that stick out and what you can work on the next time. My question to you is what hack would you share that would make you a better dancer, even a better entrepreneur, a better parent, a better business partner? I would love to get your feedback and you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 064 where you can also find the show notes to this session. And if you found this podcast helpful and any of the other sessions helpful, I would really appreciate a rating, a review, and for you to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And if you go to iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe, it would be great to do it through the Apple Podcast app. That way the show can continue to get exposure and we can get we can help more people. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.